0: Otherwise, you just are approaching them so much so with, hey, listen to me, buy from me, work with me. Versus, hey, I've got really good insight on this stuff. I'm going to help you out. Even if you don't work with me, I'm still here to help. And that ultimately is going to create a deeper relationship and then clients.
1: Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or cause that is near and dear to our heart get the word out about their cause and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to one learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com and if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart then go to bestevercauses.com and there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. Best ever listeners, how you doing? Welcome to the best real estate investing advice ever show. I'm Joe Fairless. This is the world's longest running daily real estate investing podcast. We only talk about the best advice ever. We don't get into any of that fluffy stuff. And first off, I hope you're having a best ever weekend because today is Saturday. We got a special segment like we normally do, Situation Saturday. And here's the situation you need to do a better job at digital marketing. And we've today have a guest who is an expert in digital marketing. He has built and scaled several multi-million-dollar businesses. He's a successful entrepreneur as a digital marketer and e-commerce expert. How you doing, Will Dean? I am
0: doing great, Joe. I really appreciate you having me on your show.
1: Yeah, looking forward to our conversation. So I guess it would be good to start if you could just let the best ever listeners know a little bit more about your background. And then we'll get into using digital marketing to increase our real estate investing business ROI.
0: Absolutely. So I've always been an entrepreneur and I never woke up and was like, oh, I want to be a digital marketer. It kind of happened by chance. I built an e-commerce company in 2011 that I ended up selling after a couple of years and throughout that process, which was in the building industry, but throughout that process... I was always hiring different contractors and marketers for people to kind of help us scale. And I realized that the only person that can really kind of be in charge of their destiny or their company or growing is myself. And so I decided to take that role on on learning everything I could back in the day about buying traffic, media, social media marketing to get clients and customers. And then once we ended up selling the business, I would get a lot of colleagues and friends asking me, hey, how did you do that? Could you help me with ours? And really what it turned into was I had to hire to help other businesses. And then it kind of turned into an agency on itself. And so that's the short story of how I got to where I am today and how I fell into the marketing scene.
1: What's your area of expertise as it relates to digital marketing?
0: I would say it's pretty vast. When we first started, it was more so on the performance side. So really a lot of e-commerce brands came to us because they wanted tangible ROI. And after we were able to prove ourselves like, hey, we're going to be your best salesman online, we got heavy into the brand side of things because brand establishes trust and ultimately trust is one of those things that makes people want to buy from you or or want to work with you. So we do brand, we do e-commerce, we do local business. We do pretty much everything you can think of if it involves online and scaling online. But a lot of people think digital marketing really is traffic. It's way more than that. It has to do with, building relationships online. And so there's a lot of different pieces that go into it.
1: Yes, I love that approach. So what are some tactical things that we can do to build relationships online based on your expertise?
0: I think that putting a personal touch on things is probably the most important. A lot of the brands you see out there, whether infomercial, late night, or you're getting targeted online, they're using a character or some type of avatar to establish trust there's a spokesperson per se. And that spokesperson is somebody that's supposed to relate to the customer or at least establish a personal connection between the business and the consumer or the other business that's ultimately going to buy or work or use their service. So I always tell people, don't try to go out there and sell, go out there and try to add value and then establish a personal connection. And I know that's kind of like easy to say it's harder to do, I would say try to not think too far ahead when getting online and doing any type of marketing. Try to just work in the Facebook groups or work with your email list or work with your connections on Instagram or locally and actually get to know them and start a conversation because that's where it really goes. It's all in the conversation that's going to help you grow anything online.
1: How do you start a conversation with an email group?
0: I wouldn't say email group, but like your email list. Let's Mm -hmm. say that over time you've been able to collect an email list because they've been interested in your service or list. You know, one of the best ways to do it, even though you're a business or a contractor, somebody offering a service is to not go and reach out to your email list with that service first, go reach out to them with something that might help them. So if you're in real estate, for example, and you have a listing or whatever it is As opposed to just telling people about the listing or telling people about a new construction that you have going on, tell them about something in the area that's interesting that might pique their interest about how rates are lower, right? Give some value to people to get them to pay attention. Otherwise, you just are approaching them so much so with, hey, listen to me, buy from me, work with me versus, hey, I've got really good insight on this stuff. I'm going to help you out. Even if you don't work with me, I'm still here to help. And that ultimately is going to create a deeper relationship and and then clients.
1: Do you have a case study you can give an example about that illustrates that point?
0: Yeah, sure. On the building side, I wouldn't say as much so, but I can definitely correlate that to an e-commerce side. And I'll even go as far as to clients that we have. Almost every single client that we have is a personal referral. It's somebody that's been told their friend, Hey, you got to work with these guys. They're really honest, really straightforward. And so whenever I go out and I prospect or I decide to go look for more clients or more business, usually what happens is I find that I'm approaching somebody after I've seen their marketing. So I see somebody online that I've been targeted by, or maybe there's something not right about it. And I'll reach out to them and say, Hey, look, loved what you're doing. Love your brand. Love everything about it. I'm not here to tell you, you know, how to run your marketing or any of that stuff. But I have some extra time. I'd love to point you in the right direction because I think you could be doing this a little bit better. And if you ever need somebody to lean on to help you kind of gauge that stuff, I've been in your shoes before and I've built a business. So I would be more than happy to kind of help you on your way. Don't think I'm soliciting my services to you because I'm not trying to charge for this. I'm just literally coming to you and trying to point you in the right direction because I think you'd be doing something better. And obviously, they'd be great if they'd work with me, but I'm genuinely coming from a point of. I want to help these guys out. And what ends up happening is that comes back to me. Almost every single client I've gotten has been able to lean on me for questions and ultimately they want to work with us because we're very transparent and we do kind of provide that value first approach, if that makes
1: sense. How scalable is that approach?
0: I think that on a corporate level, it's not as scalable. It depends on what the product is. I think that it does kind of tie back to, so I'm giving you a use case of like me personally getting clients. So at a corporate level, like very large scale, if we had, you know, a hundred person team, maybe not, but from a business perspective, I think that a lot of businesses are so focused on just selling the offer when they could be providing really deep content to their community. And because of the content that they provide, they become a trusted source in the community and becoming a trusted source ultimately, allows people to trust you. So mine was super specific, but this kind of idea about not just trying to sell people, but actually helping them and providing value, which I wouldn't say lowers the trust threshold, but really people are more tuned. They're more tuned to opening the email because they're not just getting a sales email. They're more attuned to paying attention because they might actually learn something from it as opposed to being sold at. So as a business, a corporate business or whoever you are, trying to help or provide value actually seems to work really, really well. And I do believe is kind of the turning point in the next few years of how businesses are going to be able to scale.
1: Mm-hmm. I love the approach. So let's say that a best of listeners is listening and they're like, yes, I'm on board, Will. I agree. The brand establishes trust. I want to build relationships. And I am confident that over time that will result in the business. So let's go one level deeper and more specific. What are some tactical things that we can do to implement that advice?
0: Some tactical things are get to know your niche and your customer better. I think that depending on what real estate niche you're in, is it just investing? Is it building? Is it all the above? Really understanding the customer the area what you invest in and then trying to come up with i guess trying to be a resource for the people that you're working with don't just try to sell them obviously if you have a great offer that's going to sell itself but try to find things that are going to help the people you could potentially work with and that will kind of help you grow itself i know i'm being a little vague when i say that just because there's so many different niches within the the real estate investing side of things but Trying to go deeper, if I put myself in somebody's shoes that I guess was building, looking for investing in housing communities, per se, I would try to find who are the people that are buying these properties. And I would try to be a resource of information to help them make those decisions. And ultimately, because we're a trusted source helping those people, they're coming back, they're taking a harder look at our company and what we provide and what we offer, if that makes sense.
1: What are some ways that we can get to know our customer better that you've implemented?
0: Aside from the value first approach, I think that a big thing that I've seen and I work with a lot of people is kind of personal branding. So you have a company, but people are ultimately working with a human. And so getting your face out in front of your business is really, really, really important. Otherwise, people are just reading a piece of paper or a web page. And I think that a lot of realtors, a lot of investors that I've talked to and that I've worked with, they close more deals when they are sitting down in person with their clients. And that's a personal touch. So one of the ways that that kind of relates back to marketing and some of the guys I've worked with before is you keep advertising your company, which is great. You should, but when is it time for you to put your face out there as well? And I think that doing that really adds that personal touch and people are more attuned to that. And they'll give you their information, their phone number, they'll fill out a lead form, or they'll come to you and ask you questions. And being able to connect with the people on the other end is going to get you those deals.
1: Anything else that we should talk about as it relates to increasing the ROI of our business through branding and digital marketing that we haven't discussed?
0: We could talk about specific platforms. I think a lot of people, I don't know how skilled everybody is at digital marketing, but Facebook is a really great platform for people to start finding different projects or buyers or lenders in the real estate side. I used to work with a very highly touted hard money guy in Los Angeles and his main source of clients and transactions and deals off the MLS really came through. The digital stuff we did on Facebook. So if you're just starting out or you don't really use digital marketing or, or online resources, I would say look into Facebook, look into your local community, join a bunch of different Facebook groups. There's tons of information in different real estate Facebook communities and groups that can help you kind of get a leg up and then find some professionals or somebody you trust or a personal resource or referral that can help guide you on how you might be able to use the Facebook platform to increase your leads or deals.
1: How can the best ever listeners get in touch with you and learn more about your company?
0: Absolutely. Unstoppable.co. So www.unstoppable.co. Follow me on Instagram at Will Dean or just Google me. I show up pretty quick and I'd be happy to help and point you guys in the right direction if I could help in any way.
1: Will, thank you for being on the show talking to us about how we market ourselves online and how that by focusing on building relationships, taking a long-term approach, we're going to get more business. And then the tactical one-two punch for how to do that is first, we got to get to know our niche and customer better. And then once we do that, it's simple. We got to be a resource for people that we're working with, help them get whatever they're looking for whether they work with us or not, we've got their back. And when we approach it that way, things are going to work out. And I'm really grateful that you were on the show and talked to us about that. So thanks again for being on the show. Hope you have a best ever day and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Absolutely, Joe. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate
1: it. Best ever listeners, we have launched bestevercauses.com. That's bestevercauses.com. We profile a nonprofit or cause that is near and dear to our heart. Get the word out about their cause and also donate money towards their cause. If you'd like to, one, learn more about the causes that we're profiling, we do one a month, then go to bestevercauses.com. And if you want to suggest a cause that we profile that is near and dear to your heart, then go to bestevercauses.com and there's a little form at the bottom of the page where you can submit one and we'll check it out. Want to build wealth through real estate but tired of dealing with tenants, termites, and toilets? Check out the Note Investing Academy. They'll teach you how to invest in the mortgage instead of the property. With all the cash flow or appreciation you want and investing as actively or passively as you'd like. Use the code FAIRLESS at noteinvestingacademy.com for $500 off enrollment.